Hey there, my name is Maya Kennedy and welcome to the Girls Room Podcast. Let me just clear the air. This is a safe space where we talk about all the things, life, community, relationships, and faith, where we ditch what we put on our Instagram stories, learn to be okay with exactly where we are, and share that gift with any girl who will listen. This is where we share life, all the victories, big and small, failures that make us cringe, heartbreaks that make us ugly cry, and ultimately how God shows up in all of that. I firmly believe that in order to live our lives out of abundance, confidence, and grace, we need to walk in community. And that's exactly what this is, a community in our little corner of the podcast universe. So again, welcome, welcome to the Girls Room Podcast. I cannot wait to share this with you. So let's get into it. Why don't we just start with introducing yourself so the girls can get to know who you are, where are you from, what you've been up to, basically just snapshot, life of Kate, go. Okay, I'm Kate, I'm 25, I grew up in Southern California, and I have two brothers and my parents, we're a family of five. I grew up in a very (laughs) big array of religions, I guess, not really, they're all Christian, so. Yeah, 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 all all under the the umbrella. then Lutheran, then... um, I became a Christian in high school, so yes, I've been in a relationship for six and a half years, and he just proposed last Whoa! week. Talk about patience! Yes. What? <laughs> I love this so we much. Talk about patience. I she when she showed me her ring, I cried. I, I was oh, like, cried did. so quick. I was like, oh, tears. She had the best reaction out of, out of everybody. I knew you it. Did. You won. Yes. <laughs> I got, her, I got her so good too because she just came over and she didn't expect anything. I, was I just really like, did. Having a girls' night, like let's come do it. over. And she came over and she was like, you know, I asked her because she just got back from Greece and I was like, how are you doing? And she was like, I'm good. How are you? And I'm like, I'm amazing. And I showed her my hand and she just started crying. It was instant. So, her face was awesome. Instant I tears. I was like, oh my god, I'm so happy. Yes, it was just. <sighs> Man, I love sweet. You. It's sweet. I love you too. <laughs> I don't know. It's just like I feel like. You know, we grew up literally talking about boys our entire lives. Our entire lives. <laughs> our entire lives together. Was, yeah. Yeah. We, we were, were pretty boy girls. crazy growing boy up. Crazy. Yeah. Boy crazy. Yes. 100%. I didn't have that friend, by the way, growing up until I met you. Yeah. So it was like I was holding it all in until <laughs> I met you. And then you were like, oh, this is where this goes. <laughs> An outlet. Oh my gosh. I'm so dead. But honestly, I'm, I'm so grateful for you. And all of that time we spent together, like, oh my goodness. I'm going to know exactly what to do when I get married because of all the things we've done together. Ugh. I think friendship is a great is great practice for marriage. It's a whole nother conversation. Whoa, but it's that. so true. Friendship prepares you for marriage. Okay, last thing. Tell me something you're loving right now. Oh, shoot. Besides, like, totally being engaged because that's something you love, I know. Something I'm loving? Yeah. Um. Well, when Calvin proposed, we were, um, an Ella Fitzgerald song came on. It's called Misty. It's very beautiful. I love that song. So, like, in the, in the past week, because it's only been, well, eight days since he proposed. Whoa! So, I've been listening to, like, all Ella Fitzgerald music every day and just, like, reminiscing and just getting in, in that, like, jazzy, old-timey, oh, oldies music. Oh, I love that. And it just makes me so happy. I'm just, like, giddy and happy and just... Are you going to play that at your wedding? Well, our song is um, Louis Armstrong, La Vie en Rose. So, it, yeah, we're very, like, we love the oldies kind of stuff like that. And I think there might be a version with Ella Fitzgerald, but, yeah, we're going to get, like, some jazz band to play. Oh, my gosh. That sounds so good. And I'm so excited. It's going to be October 2020. October so 2020. Year. Oh, has a nice spring to it. Yes. Well, 10-10-2020. <laughs> so that's, like, the 
That's the thing. Yes, that's the thing. Oh, I but, love but it. We're going to see. I'm going to be one of those easy breezy brides. Easy breezy beautiful? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to be like a total, you know what? So, <laughs> yeah. I don't want to do that. I might, and I'm sorry. I don't want uh, to. No, I'm no, not you're in not. Control anymore. <laughs> Shut up. You're not that person. It's not going to happen. I'm not worried. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not worried. It's going to be great. Anyways, <laughs> I'm done. Okay, podcast over. We're good. Bye, guys. <laughs> okay, so Kate and I, as you can tell, met in middle school. So we've literally grown up together, and Kate has really forever changed my life. Uh, she's just walked through so much with me, and I would not be close to the person I am today without her. And I seriously mean that. It's just Aww. so great. Um, I love you. I love you. I'm so <laughs> excited. Yeah, and um. I just have so many pictures like ingrained in my memory of us outside my grandma's house, taking mm-hmm. selfies, doing cartwheels, dancing. We were like 10, 12. I think we were 12. But still, like, <laughs> oh my gosh, we were children. It was and the then, best. It was like, the best day ever to like just take pictures with you. Oh. And like we didn't even have an, like somewhere to post them. I mean, no. Maybe Facebook, but no. we didn't have Facebook until later. No. So we just had them. We, we just, just took them. pictures for That's ourselves. It, for ourselves. That's it. <laughs> Wow, that's beautiful. That is like like just the simplicity of taking pictures just because, not to show anyone, not 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 to to look good. And we would like take cartwheel pictures, we're like upside down, just like the worst. Yeah, they were terrible angles. Pure childhood. It was amazing. Yeah. It's awesome. Love that. And then, you know, we we did worship together in middle school. We were on the worship team together. And then play guitar together. Yep. Learned how to play guitar together. We uh, got baptized together in high school. That was, yeah, that's a good one. That was so random. We went to that church like one time. Yeah. Well, I went to that church in high school because a friend of mine brought me there and I like I started getting my family to go back to church there, which was amazing. It's a whole like beautiful story. But then like I would take some friends there, you and Katie or whatever. And one weekend we went and the pastor was like, you know, let's just do a baptism right now. And it was just a non-denominational Christian church. And it was just, he just felt led to just do an open baptism. And like, I turned to you and I was like, have you ever been baptized like as an adult or like... I think you said no. No, or maybe you're like me. I was baptized as a baby in the Catholic Church. Yes. And you're, I mean, yep. you're Filipino, so Catholic, I'm assuming. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Usually how it goes. And so we wanted to make that choice as an adult. You know, I want to make a profession um, that I love Jesus and he's my savior. And let's just do this thing. You know, I don't need anything else. You know, I just, I'm happy and I want to do this. And so we just ran up there together, me and Fully Maya. Fully clothed. We we were not ready to be baptized. I think we got like a free shirt or something. Yeah, I think they gave us clothes, if I remember correctly, to change into after, or they gave us clothes to go into the pool. Something like that. I mean, it was just, the pastor got in with his suit, I think. He just like went for it. He was just feeling it. It Well, what was cool was this, like, the pool was like on stage. It was like built in. Yeah. Do you remember that? That was really cool. I've never seen one like that. They're usually just like little kiddie pools. (laughs) It was classy. Okay? Yeah, it was a classy, it was a classy baptism. spontaneous baptism. It was all thing. <laughs> anyway, no, only the yeah, best was, for the best. It, that was a great memory because you know I got to do something so special in my life with um, Jesus alongside my best friend with Jesus. So it was just oh, it was amazing. Lovely. I could cry if I think about it enough. I know, right? I wish. <laughs> and my parents yeah. were there, and they got to witness. They that. were, they were huh? with us. Oh yeah, my gosh, so I forgot about that. To like, you know, see. I mean, Maya was basically one of their daughters too. They love Maya, and like, <laughs> you know, so it was great. Yeah, it so. was so good. So let's let's just start by um, talking about common myths about God's timing. I mm-hmm. think. 
what's really cool, the reason why I, I think this is such a cool topic, especially for um, the both of us, is just that I think we've been tested in patients just in different ways, especially in relationships and like yeah. just waiting for things to like come to fruition, I think has been a common theme in, in both of our lives and especially in yours like <laughs> currently. So I think it's yes. really really cool that we get to talk about this together. So something that's a myth, I guess, about God's timing that I've heard from other people or that I've even thought myself is just that God's grace supposedly is bigger than our ability to be patient, right? That's what people would think like, oh, well, God's going to, you know, forgive forgive me me anyways. Why, why am I trying to be patient if God's going to, you know, let it go no matter what? Like, Mm -hmm. what's the point of being patient in it? Well, yeah, I get it. I mean, a lot of the times, uh, you know, people mess up. I mess up. I just think, you know, whatever, I'm just going to do this because I know I'll be forgiven for it later anyway. And it's not that big of a deal, whatever. But um, I really think about my parents when I when this comes up and they are my greatest heroes and they will do anything for me. They'll save my butt if I need it or like if I need a ride, they're going to come pick me up. Or if I mess up, they're going to forgive me and they're going to help me out of the situation anyway. They're going to yeah. show me their grace and just you know, do what, what I need. You know, there's so many things that happened in my life and my family life where my parents have always been there for me and my brothers, mm-hmm. no matter how bad we messed up. And there have been some big mess ups <laughs> in my family. Oh, my parents are saints. <laughs> they are. They are some of the kindest people I know. And I, I want to love them and respect them. I want to do well in my own life by showing them my actions. You know, I want to stay out of trouble so they don't have to save my butt. And I know they're going to forgive me, but I choose not to get in these sticky situations because I love them and I want to respect them with my actions. Same thing I want to do with God. You know, I don't, I don't want to um, disobey him. I want to follow along the guidelines that he has for me because he loves me and he tells me to do these things because he loves me. Yeah. I think what happens is people take these, like they look at Christianity and say that there's a bunch of rules surrounding your life because you believe in Jesus, because you want to follow Christ. You have all these rules, Mm -hmm. but it's this like really cool paradox because we've never felt more free within the confines of what God has for us because God has so much more for us than what society could ever offer. And I think, I think it's so funny because we, as a society, uh, I think pop culture and different things that everything is so quick to tell us, like, you can get that when you want, you can do this when you want. It's your life. It's your body. You do you. Uh Is it, is this what God would say is okay to do? Mm -hmm. Would God want this for my life? We love our parents so much. We want to do what's right because they love us so much. It's the same thing with God. Like God loves us so much. He died on the cross. Therefore, we work not because we have to earn his love. We have it no Mm -hmm. matter what. We work because it's an overflow of the grace he's given us. And I think that's so amazing, right? And like God's grace is just not a gift you're supposed to abuse. And I think it's so easy to to justify it in your head that it's not abuse. Does that, you know what yeah, I mean? Totally. There's so many uh, entries for the enemy to come into our, our lives now today too. Like you're saying in today's society, there's so many ways that the enemy can come in and, you know, lure us into something yeah. that he wants us to. Yeah. So it is really important to Take a reality check. Try to see where we are. Like, is this something God wants from me? Should I post this? Should I like this? Should I watch this? Should I do this? What should I do with my actions? And compare it with what do, what do you think that God wants you to do? You know, there's a verse in the Bible somewhere. I do this a lot because I'm not as good as Macy at where these things are. But there's a verse in the Bible that says, you know, take every thought captive. Yes. You know, like, don't yeah. just 
live your life loose, Mm -hmm. you know, like God wants you to live your life with intentionality. And there's a reason for that. Mm -hmm. It's so people can't just sway you whatever way the wind blows. I think it's so easy to do that in our life because people are just like, oh, it's no big deal. Like chill out. It's not a big deal. No big deal. (laughs) No, actually, I think our life is a big deal. And I think God has put us here for a purpose. But if we are so quick to just conform to like what other people are doing, what society says is okay to do, then we're going to lose who we are as like God's children. You yeah. Know? And we can't get that life that the Lord wants us to have. We can't get that abundant blessing if we don't follow God. You know, he's going to love us and everything. But if we choose not to do what he calls us to or asks us or like follow his commandments, he's going to let us do whatever we want. Yep. So we can choose our own life if we want to. We can go down that different road. But why don't we just obey him and listen to him and go down that <clears throat> other lifestyle that he wants for us mm. it's gonna be so much better than what we can plan like you were saying it, it why do we do it yeah you we're know we're tempted and we're, we're simple and we're human and whatever yeah we're gonna mess up which and, is totally yeah. okay mm-hmm. but it's that what i really liked what you said is that reality check like have a reality check like mm-hmm. yeah because i think <laughs> i mean seriously in easy my life lost. it's so easy to get lost and i think it was so easy like even recently for me to just look at people and be like how could you do that how could you get there how did that happen to you and it, and then i kind of went through my own like reality check my myself and it's oh so that's how they got there they just didn't have their own reality check and it was just they they said no big deal they made small compromise after small compromise until they were in a place they didn't even know where they were Mm -hmm. and it's just so easy for that to happen to anybody and as soon as you start thinking that you're above that you're in trouble because I think that's honestly that's what happened to me it was such a good wake-up call it was a hard wake-up call for me in my life there's just been things in my life where it's like whoa reality check I have to get back on track following God isn't just going to be on autopilot Mm -hmm. and I think I thought it would be and so it's not it's so not it never will be Mm -mm. it's always going to be a choice that you're going to have to make every day yeah every day yeah so and so something too it's like it's all about our heart like and how kind of like we have to trust that God's plans are better than our own that's kind of what you said earlier too but when we totally rely on on what God has for us then, you know, he can bless us with those things. Yeah. But when we only, I'm trying to twist it because in the beginning we said like, oh, God's grace is going to forgive us no matter what. So if we only rely on the fact that God's going to give us grace, we're actually missing an opportunity to what I would say is like chasing after holiness. Like Jess Connolly writes this book. It's a great book. (laughs) Basically, we miss an opportunity to chase after holiness or to chase after this likeness of God. Like, we don't get to be like God or like Christ when we just rely on the fact that God's going to save our butt. If we Mm -hmm. always relied on our parents to cover our butts, we were never going to, we're never going to grow up. Mm -hmm. We're always going to be kids. And so I think it's important for us to want to be holy, like Mm -hmm. want to be like Christ. Yeah. So we want to be set apart and be different. There's this verse where, uh, Kate looked it up for me. She's great. It's Matthew 5, 13 through 16. And it says, you are the salt of the earth. But if the salt loses its savor, how can it be made salty again? It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled by men. By men. I'm <laughs> sorry. My mouth is on it. <laughs> yeah. Trampled by men. You are the light of the world. A city on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a basket. Instead, they set it on a lampstand and it gives light to everyone in the house. Mm. I think that's such a beautiful verse. Yeah. It's so true. We are supposed to be set apart. We're supposed to be different. We're supposed to be chasing after holiness. But it's so easy for us to get lost. And so Mm. those reality checks, man. Have a reality check. Yeah. They're healthy. They are. (laughs) We need those. And that's what God wants from us. He asks us, you know, come to me. Follow me. Be holy. Call after that 
go to that. Yeah, it's yeah. It's good for you. Like, believe me. Yeah. I love you. And it, all we all need to do is say yes. Okay, let's go. Let's do. Let's, let's try. I'm gonna. I'm gonna try. Let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I that's mean, your, that's your journey, man. So good. There are so many good things just now. I love that. Okay. <laughs> Another myth that I think um, gets circulated around is like the wait is so not worth it, and yeah. that's like waiting for your new car, waiting for the mm-hmm. new job, waiting for marriage, waiting for all these different kinds of things. Like yeah. wait's not worth it. Don't wait. You could get it right now if you want. Instant gratification. Yep. That's what our world's about right now. Mm-hmm. America. Instant gratification. You post it, you get a like, that's it. You want food, you order it over your phone, your food's coming. It's like You don't right even away. have to get up. You don't. You don't have to work for a lot of things now. You don't even have now. to go to the grocery store. They can deliver it to mm-hmm. you. Isn't that crazy? It's and it just... comes, or you can go one of those uh, those food services where they come all chopped up in the exact increments that you need really? to the door. Yes. And you just cook everything perfectly. You use everything that they send to you. Oh, it's fresh. Like, go fresh or yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. I, I just got, like, a coupon for that. And I was yep. like, oh, I should try that. But, you know. Yeah, it's, instant gratification, man. Yeah. That's, that's all what it's about. And you don't have to wait anymore. And that's why we're not good at it anymore. Because we're so out of practice of waiting. Oh, it's so, so true. It's so hard. It's so hard to wait because we don't practice it. And yeah. And nobody waits anymore. Pop culture, everything around us is like, get it, it now, do it. Yeah. It's your life. And I think that's what I was saying too is like, be wary of what people say is like all good, you know, yeah. like mm-hmm. just because, you know, if I always think kind of like if Jesus is living now, like half the things we do would just not fly. Like, you know, <laughs> if we were like actually disciples of Jesus who lived and walked on this earth with us, like, yeah. We wouldn't be doing half the things we do, and that's just reality. Yeah. You know, I think about that, and I, I mean, it has never been a place where, like, that hasn't happened. You know, when Jesus was on the earth, there was a lot of things then that didn't fly. Yeah, you know, he yeah. still did a lot. It, it hasn't changed yeah. much. <laughs> no, you're so right. You're so right. And I just think, honestly, there's something special about the weight that really does bring more joy. When So, like, yeah. when you wait for something and then it actually comes whether it's through like hard work or God's provision or like all of the things are through God's provision right but like sometimes God asks you to do things and you Mm -hmm. have to go do the thing or you know go talk to this person and then you know God blesses you with different things and it just feels so much more rewarding too it's like anytime I I've gone out of my way to get something I want I always regret it instead of like waiting for God to like bless me with it in the right timing like and you know you know when you're trying to go out of your way to get something instead of like being patient I just think it's something innate in us, like, to know, like, oh, it's not the right time. Like, at least I, I feel that way. I don't know if you feel that way. Uh, I would I would have to agree mostly, yeah, I think. I mean, sometimes it's hard to wait because you just don't know. Um, like, you're waiting for the right job, and it's like you have to depend on that waiting period to, to stop, you know? Or, like, there's going to be other things, but I think the main point is just to, you know, be patient, do it. Like, you have to wait and continue to do it. And I mean, you know when to wait, I guess, is what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. It's like you do know when to wait, but you just don't know how long you're going to wait for. And that's kind of just daunting on people. Me too. Like, I don't know how long I'm going to wait for this. So should I just go know, for it? What, yeah, yeah. Should I do this or not? I don't know. It's just. I be, think something along those lines is like when, when you're debating in your mind, like, oh, should I go? Should I stay? Should I do this? Should I not do it? It's like discerning God's voice I think is something that comes with practice and not saying that you're going to hear God speak verbal words to you but Mm -hmm. like knowing God's promptings in your life is going to come like with practice like that comes with praying reading the Bible talking to your friends about it like if you don't Mm -hmm. have these kinds of conversations with conversations with your friends like I just encourage you to go do that yeah like 
it's life-giving and life-changing. Like really, I I feel so much better after I talk things out with my friends. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, obviously I'm super big on community. You need community to talk through things about your life. Right. Yeah. It's yeah. just not going to happen otherwise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you have that practice with talking to God in that way too, it's going to be beneficial for you. And you know, if you don't do that and then something comes you know, up, trivial comes up in your life and you have to make a decision and you're like waiting for God to answer, you're not going to know what who God it says is. Yeah. or who it is. You're just going to have to make a decision and trust it. So like, let's go into practice it. now. Yeah. You know, let's talk to God every day and let's talk to our friends and get that encouragement and prayer that we need. So we know and we're ready and we're well practiced in hearing God's answers. Yeah, totally. I think that's, I think it's so overlooked too. And I mean, I've said this so many times, but you know, I, I, I have to remind myself too, like, this isn't just for people listening. Like when I say these things, like I think to myself, I need to do this better too. Like every no time, perfect. yeah, every yeah. time I think about it, I'm like, oh, I need to do this better. Seriously. And it's like, yeah what you said, like, we need to talk to God more, but like, we also need to practice listening. I think that's so hard. Like, especially for me, because I'm naturally a talker and like, I can (laughs) talk to God all day. Like sometimes I'll just, you know, think stuff and it's like Mm -hmm. silently praying to God throughout my day. It's very rare that I stop and just listen. What do you have for me? What do you want for me in this moment? I want to get better at that because it's just knowing what God's desires for us is, is, is going to help us make decisions and live out our life. Yeah. Being able to know what God wants for our lives. God has personal things he wants for you that maybe yeah. are not like specifically written in the Bible, but like he would want to share those things with you, but we're not patient. listening. You got to be patient. Yeah. You got to wait. You got to listen. You got to be ready. Wait on God's that. timing. Kate's like the queen of patience, not no, to be, not to dub her the queen of patience. <laughs> but I mean, you were dating your boyfriend for six years. A lot of people would yeah. just be like, forget it. I'm out or Calvin, what the heck? No. Speed this thing up already. No. You know, but you were so patient. <laughs> you were so patient. I'm serious. Like, talk, like, talk through that. I want to hear about this. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Let's talk about it. <laughs> well, a lot of people come up to me and say, like, how could you be dating someone for that long? And, like, you know, why aren't you married? Or when is Calvin going to pull this trigger? And I literally hate all those stereotypes. Yeah. Which, but it's so common and whatever. I understand it and accept it. I'm trying to, you know, respond nicely to those things. But honestly, it was, and you know, a lot of people don't see it this way, but it was like a team effort for us to wait, for us to be patient, to wait for our right time to get engaged. I did mention it first. I did bring up marriage first. So it was me that wanted to get married, you know, talk about it. Let's plan this out. And he and I both agreed we're going to get our school done. We're going to be sure we're ready for this maturity wise and wait for the right timing that God wants us to have to get married and get that going. So you know, I met him when I was 18 and he was uh, 21 and we didn't really know what to do. So, you know, we're, we prayed and we tried to seek God through our relationship to find out when it was right. And in our relationship, we witnessed a lot of uh, rocky relationships Oh yeah, <laughs> going on. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of, you know, we witnessed a marriage get divorced, you know, young people, you know, a few engagements not work out to the Yeah, you know, they didn't the even happen. Yeah. And um, it was you know, heartbreaking to be, to see that with friends. And, you know, some people are going to understand that. Like, it's just really hard to see that. And so a reality check, it was very humbling for Calvin and I to see that and say, you know, this is a very serious thing. We need to be patient. We need to wait. We need to make sure that like we have the right time to do this. And so we did. And, um, and let me, it's just so wonderful when I think about, oh my gosh, like, thank you, Lord. We are finally here. We're doing it. I, I feel good that we're doing it now. 
you know, if we had done it any earlier, it would have worked. would have been fine. Yeah. But I feel... You like, feel confident I now. feel confident and relaxed and safe. Just joyful that I get to do this engagement season now, you know, rather than earlier. I feel more mature and more ready. It's just, I, can, I can't say waiting for God's timing is better enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, know? you, can't, you can't say that, like... It's it wasn't worth it. It yeah. was so worth it. Yeah, it and was. I mean, okay, I want to touch. Goodness. I want to touch on this part too. I think there was a point in your and Calvin's relationship where you felt like you were you were having to be patient alone. Did you feel like that ever, or am I putting words in your mouth? No. Okay. No. <laughs> Can you talk about it? Yeah. Okay. Sure. Yeah. No, um, yeah. I know I'm putting you on the spot now, but no, that's okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, well, in the beginning of our relationship, actually, we did a ton of waiting um, when we first started dating. We did it for a few months, whatever, and then he asked me to be his girlfriend. But then we didn't say I love you for an entire year. It was like a few days after our first anniversary when he said that he loved me. So, yeah. (laughs) Getting open here. Yeah, here we go. Which is so fine. I I guess I didn't care. I don't know. I was an 18-year-old. I'm like, dude, this this guy's awesome. I'm just going to wait. I love him, and I might say I love you to him on the way home in my car alone. But, like, I'm just going to wait for him to say it because I know he wants to wait when he's ready. So I'm just going to, you know, ask God, like, please let this happen when you're ready. Like, I just want it to be a good time. I want us to be ready for this. Whatever. I just, I prayed for it. It sounds weird. It sounds cheesy. No, it, it sounds doesn't. Like, it doesn't. It's you know, real. kooky. But, like, no. so a lot of people can't wait that long. But I did. I was like, this is, I, I just knew I wanted to wait for him to say it first. You know, a lot of girls want to do that. So I waited for him to say I love you. And it was great. And yeah. I love you too. And it was, you know, I was the first girl for him to say that too. So I know that was a really That's big so thing sweet. for him. Yeah. Yeah. I was his first kiss. So everything. There was a yeah. Lot of All the firsts, things. You know, a lot of firsts. It's yeah. so sweet. I love that so much. Okay. What were some of the things you told yourself while you were in that waiting period? Like, hey, it's going to be okay. God's got this. What, what kind of carried you through the waiting period where you felt like you were waiting alone? Even though I'm sure Calvin was asking for patience too from the Lord and saying, I want this to be the right timing. I want this to be perfect. Like all these things. Yeah. What was something you told yourself or prayed to God about? I would, I would pray to God and I would say, I know that you're going to bless me. I don't know. I was just confident in the Lord and his, and you know what he was going to do. I would say, you know, I just need to be calm and patient and I can be, and I'm having a great time with this guy and I don't need to go to the next step yet. It's okay that we're not there yet. You know, I, I feel, I feel confident in the Lord that he's, he, I'm patient. He's going to bless my patience. And I, it just wasn't that big of a deal for me, honestly. And okay, maybe it just depends good. on what kind of person you are. Yeah, totally. some people just can't. And that's fine. <laughs> yeah, that's totally fine. But I just, you know, I said, it's okay. I'm young. I don't need to do this right now. I can wait. We're having a good time being together. I'm, let's just chill out and like ride this out until he's ready. And that's fine. I think, too, focusing on the positive is probably something that helped you a lot. Like, you yeah. were in a great relationship. Like, why, why try to... Or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Another common myth that about patience that we haven't really talked about is just this, this thought that, oh wait, but God, I have this whole plan laid out and it's going to be great. <laughs> I mean, we <laughs> have talked about that a little bit, but I'm a total planner. I was so. just going to ask you, are yeah. you a planner? <laughs> Am I a planner? No. Are I mean, you a planner? I don't know a lot of girls that aren't planners. So I just wanted to say this one Bible verse that I had um, yeah. before we kept going. It was in Chronicles. It's, um... Be strong and don't give up for your work will be rewarded. Oh, I like that. Uh, oh, so many people don't think we're going to be rewarded. And you know what? Reward is such a 
arbitrary you know? word. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, what does reward mean? Mm-hmm. It's like, does that mean I'm going to get what I'm waiting for? Does that mean I'm going to get what I want if I just wait long enough? No. No, it no, doesn't it mean doesn't. that. And that's, that can be heartbreaking, you know? It, a good friend of mine just lost her baby, you know, mm-hmm. like after nine months of waiting. So, it, you know, you can't do that. You can't apply that with this. everything. Yeah. You know, it's just... It's and it's heartbreaking and it's terrible and and I my heart breaks for her and I'm I'm so upset about it and you know there's a lot of questioning like why Lord why did you have her go through this and why didn't it work out um but you know life is like that and we just have to accept it and and you know, go through that grief and and pray for each other and I just pray for her and I'm, and I hope she's okay and, yeah. and she'll find comfort and, and peace in the Lord and and she told me she's trying and I get I got to talk to her so that was really nice oh that's so great yeah, yeah. um but. You know, I, rewarded in a different way. The Lord will reward her somehow, you know. And it might gonna, not be till she gets to him, yeah. you know. And that's something yeah. that is really hard, I think, for us to grasp, especially mm-hmm. because that seems forever from now. We always think of the kingdom being when we die and go to heaven and all that kind of stuff. But the kingdom is here and now. Mm-hmm. And so we need to live right now. Heaven yeah. is here with us now. In that situation with our friend, too... God is grieving with her. And I think there's a lot of uh, confusion with when bad things happen, God is like up there. Well, you should have listened to me. Mm-hmm. It's not really like that. I really believe that God loves us and love and cares for us. I mean, there's so many instances in the Bible where God counts every tear. You know, he knows. He knows that hairs on our heads. He named us in our mother's wombs, like different verses within the Bible that reference God's care for us. And I just, I truly believe that when we are going through things that are hard and that we didn't want for ourselves, God is shaping us and molding us in that time. It's hard in the moment. We're like, God's, God's got me. Like he's going to carry me through this. And I think without the hope we have in Christ, we have nothing. And so as soon as we lose that, I think that's when our life can really go south. It can get really, really hard. So just... Just trying to rest in God's faithfulness to us. Like God has come through for me time and time again, but that doesn't not mean I didn't go through anything hard. That doesn't mean I like life was easy because I trusted God. That's just not how it works, unfortunately, because sin is prevalent in our life, prevalent everywhere. And it's in us. So, Mm -hmm. so such a side tangent, but I just thought that was important to say for anybody going through something super hard or something maybe you didn't plan for or that God, you just, why isn't God blessing me? I've been patient. I've been waiting, right. you know, and I, I and I know I felt like that too. Dang, I've waited so long for this and I'm still not getting it. Like what is wrong with me or what's wrong with the situation? Yeah. And it's just, I just don't think God is punishing us. Like that's not, that's not what's happening. I think what's happening is, you know, sin is rampant in this world. We're not going to get everything we want. And when we hit rock bottom, are we going to rely on the Lord or are we going to run away? Running to the feet of Jesus is exactly where we need to go when yeah. things get hard that might be really hard for people to do but where else are you gonna go what else are you gonna do you i mean the lord it, he loves us he's a loving father so he doesn't you know punish people because he wants to he wants you to go to him he wants us to love him and trust in him yeah it's a beautiful place to be so yeah and i think it's important to you know when we when we get to the when we get to these lows i keep repeating myself <laughs> When we get to these lows in our lives, that's the time to run to Jesus. And even if you haven't been lately, even if you haven't had your relationship with God on a high or you haven't been talking to God at all, but you're in a low season, God is waiting for you with open arms. Mm-hmm. It, there is no shame here. There is no condemnation here. Like you haven't been talking to God lately, but now you're going through a rough season. Go run to him now because yeah. that's it. He's waiting for you. 
It's yeah. so easy to be like, no, I got to get my life together first. Right. I got to fix myself first before I go Let to the feet of the Lord. Let me do some good stuff, and, make up for it, and then I'll be okay to even run to God too. There's a lot of that. Yeah, like, there's a guilt. lot of that guilt. And it, that's exactly what the enemy wants you to feel. Exactly. Yeah. Ooh, I just got the chills. Ooh. So good. Yeah, it's such a good reminder. I was just thinking about um, that story in the Bible where Jesus is on the cross, and behind him is that other guy on the cross. Yeah. And he's like, please remember me when you're in heaven. He was a... Terrible know, guy. guy. Yeah, yeah a bunch he, of bad things. He you know? deserved to <laughs> technically. He, according to society standard, he deserved to be on that cross. And and what did Jesus say? Like, go be baptized first. No. <laughs> Can you imagine? No. Uh, sorry, you need to go get clean. You're not yeah. clean yet. Get your oh. get your sins forgiven first. No, he said your faith has saved you. I'll That's see it. you. I'll see you in heaven. You'll be with me. Isn't that amazing? That's was, it. That's yeah. It. You know, the, your faith. Jesus's love. That's power that is all you need it's just such a good reminder you know oh i to, love that story yeah. we just need to sit in that for a second okay mm. <laughs> <laughs> that was so good i love that story it's it a also, good reminder it also reminds me of the woman at the well too you know she um you know had so many different like quote-unquote husbands like she wasn't being faithful you right. know and um god meets her where she's at and and basically says like you know I know you and he doesn't shame her. He doesn't tell her like, oh, you're a terrible person or like, I can't believe you would do this. Like, how could you like, no, he just says like, I know you, I know where you're at. Like go and be different. You know, like, you know, God gives Mm -hmm. us grace, but grace for grace sake is nothing. Like God is giving us grace to go and be changed. Yeah. So you can't go to Jesus and think, well, I'm still going to be me. Whatever that mm-hmm. means, <laughs> you know, you are most like yourself when you are like Christ. Cause that's how, Oof. that's how God made you. That's so good. Yes. Mm, thank mm-hmm. you. <laughs> so good. You want to hear one more story about Jesus? Yes, I do. <laughs> oh my God, girl. Yeah, go. There was, um, one time he was like eating with the Pharisees and there is this woman that heard about it and she starts to freak out and she gets like this jar of oil and she runs over to where they're having dinner or whatever they're eating. Yeah. And she just like stand behind Jesus and she's just is sobbing and I bet she feels guilty for all the things she she's done in her life she knows who Jesus is and she knows his power and what he can do for her and and she's just upset and a mess that's probably what I would be like too right bawling like oh my god I'm a terrible person and (laughs) and without you know saying anything she's just crying and she goes to Jesus's feet and starts washing his feet with the oil and drying it with her hair and her tears it's a whole thing and all the Pharisees like turn to Jesus and were like you know, you don't want this lady washing your feet. This is not nah, the yeah. person you want to even wash your dirty feet. Like, you want her away from you. That's even the lowest of the low jobs you don't want her to do because she's a bad person. So they know her sins. And, you know, Jesus tells the story about love and forgiveness, about lending money and, like, you know, loving people, whatever. There's a parable about it. And he turns to the woman. He says, get up. Your faith has saved you. You love me. That's it. Just go. You're yeah. fine. You're saved. You don't need anything else. You don't need to wash my feet. I love you. You've shown your faith to me. You're forgiven. Yeah. It's just like, Isn't it's so simple. Like God really does make it simple. And I think even like churches today, like they make it so complicated. Sometimes, sometimes, they sometimes do. they make it so complicated. Like you got to get baptized. You got to tell your testimony. You got to do this and this and that and that. And then, and then you'll be <laughs> saved. And no, 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 no. That's not how it works. Mm-hmm. Listen, Linda, it's <laughs> <laughs> not how it works. Okay. It's so simple. What and does Jesus say, man? Your you know, faith has saved you. Go. go. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. That's it's so beautiful. so beautiful. I love it. Yeah. Okay. Woo. 
so good. All right, Kate. Okay, give the girls your last piece of advice regarding being patient while not hating the circumstance of waiting. Okay. Yeah, do it. You're ready? I'm ready. <laughs> ready for this. I am also in the waiting. You know, I'm engaged. I waited a long time to be engaged. So did Calvin. But um, we are, we're being blessed for it. So never think you're alone in the waiting. You know, mm. whoever's listening, don't think you're the only person waiting or, or you For know, something, you're, anything. Yeah. You're suffering in this, whatever. You know, we have so many people that are waiting surrounded surrounding us so um i don't think we should be ashamed of it and we should be honest about what we're waiting for and ask our friends and our close girlfriends you know what are you waiting for and encourage each other to be patient in this because it's something that god wants me to do and we should be proud of that you know god calls me to be patient and this is what i'm being patient with right now you know i'm you know i'm i'm being blessed for waiting with calvin to get married and engaged and right now i'm being patient being engaged you know, we're, we're not having sex. We're going to wait till after we get married Mm -hmm. and I'm going to wait in that and I'm going to be proud of my waiting, you know, and it's, it's wonderful. And my girlfriends, my friends that know Jesus are going to support me. And that's awesome. And you know, if I have other friends that are seeking that Mr. Right or, you know, a relationship or a job, and sometimes it can be embarrassing and you can be ashamed of it. It's like, you know, maybe there's something wrong with me because I don't have a boyfriend and it's that's, that's so a lie. Not true. That's a lie. That's a lie. So you can just say, "Not today." <laughs> not today. I, I remember. I don't know what you said. Yeah. We were, what was it? Oh, I know I'm what you're thinking about the it. Same memory. <laughs> we were in uh, Kate's room, and she said something about herself that was negative. And we have a great friend who is Calvin's little sister, and she goes, "Um, excuse me, no. <laughs> uh, that's a lie. That is a lie from the enemy." Goodbye. <laughs> Something like that. We don't that. need this right now. Yeah. I yeah. don't know what she said either. I'm she's not like, her. She's like, get out. Don't say that again. Okay, that's a lie from the enemy. So I'm just going to say no to that real quick. Oh, Can yes. Leave? That was it. <laughs> that's a lie from the enemy. So I'm just going to say no to that. Let's start over. Yeah. It's so exactly. true. Like, don't feed into those lies. Right. Like, don't let your insecurity take over. Like, that's exactly what the enemy wants. Anyway, mm-hmm. go. No, Where were you? <laughs> uh, no, I'm just saying. Yeah, don't, don't be ashamed of what you're being patient for. Be loud and proud about it. Talk to God about it. Talk to your friends about it. It's no reason to be ashamed of. You're doing what God's calling you to do. You're being patient. You're waiting on his timing. Embrace it. It's amazing. You know, the Lord's going to bless you with for it. Yeah, and then when, it, when you know, whatever you're waiting for does come, or if it does come, you know, you will see the fruit from all of that. You'll be like, wow, like, being patient and waiting in this, like, taught me this, taught me that. Mm-hmm. Grew me here. Grew me there. Like, those are things you don't get if you just get something right away yeah if things are just handed to you you don't learn anything yeah don't rush the important things in life Mm -hmm. it's not worth it and you know when it comes to that guy that one guy that you want you you're trying to find your husband or whatever you know the three things or like you know the things that you want him to have and a lot of girls just compromise or they settle or whatever when they're not a christian Christian girls out there, find a Christian guy. It just makes it easier. If yeah. he loves the Lord, go for it. If he doesn't, don't. I'm just going to say it. Don't. Just don't do it. Why are you doing it? Yeah. Don't. <laughs> yeah. Walk away. It's just pray for him. Pray, you know, like introduce him to someone that can talk to him about the Lord or you can talk about it with him. But it might be a little, you know, murky don't. because <laughs> you have feelings for him. So just pray for them. It's really hard and complicated to start a relationship. I've seen it time and time again with all my girlfriends, all of them. They go after this guy that they really like. They have a great job. They're tall. They're amazing. They're friendly. They have a good family, but they don't love the Lord. But they want to go to church with me. 
It's mm -hmm. not enough. Not enough. It's and not I'm enough. sorry to be the one to tell you, but just deny it. Pray to the Lord. Go to him. Just embrace what God wants for you. Yeah. It's not what God wants for you. No, it's not. Just keep waiting. You know, find the one that loves the Lord and then you'll know. Like, this is it. Yeah. This is what I can try now. Yeah, I totally agree. And I'm totally one to have compromised in my relationships and all those kinds of things. And it's it's hard to wait. It's hard to be patient. And I'm learning and growing from that and growing from my experiences. But there are so many things that I've gone through that were so unnecessary, but I had to go through because I made small compromises in what Me I too. thought Me was too. okay. Yeah. Yeah. So Me it too. happens to the best of us, but you know. <laughs> the best of us. Us. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. So great. Uh. Anyway. <laughs> Totally be patient for the best. Uh, one of our best friends, Katie, she always says, you know, I want the best. And I know <laughs> God wants the best for me. Hey, she yes. ain't wrong, man. She is yes. not wrong. No, so she's not. God wants the best for you, so wait for the best. And she's like, if I see a red flag, that's it. That's it. I'm done. I'm done. Run away. No, this isn't it. Goodbye. And that's it. <laughs> and and that's a great mindset to have. And like, when it one comes One red flag too many. Yeah, one red flag too many. Oh. I just got poked, but it's okay. It's one of those like finger, you know, like the pointing where like girls do like, this is important to say. I'm going to wave my finger for it. <laughs> I got hit with it. Yep. She got hit with the finger. It's okay. Anyway. We're all good. Be patient for the best because God wants the best for you. And you're worth it. Yep. Mic drop. Mm. <laughs> so good. Okay. Wow. Wait, wait, wait. Let me do this one bio verse before we do the closing. All um, right, girl, go. Because it's important. Um. Okay. Look at the birds. They don't reap or gather into barns, or are, but our Heavenly Father feeds them. Are we not more valued than they? Can worrying benefit or prolong our life in any way? No, no. we can't. So just know the Lord wants the best for you and will provide for you and loves you and has this wonderful life for you to live. Take joy in that. Mm, so good. So good. Okay. Well, we could literally talk about this forever. forever. Well, Kate and I could literally talk forever. I so. could talk to Maya forever. Yep. We, we've almost have. <laughs> Almost. Almost. So to end our podcast, we always end with something light. So, Kate, if you could have a theme song playing in the background every time you walked into a room, what would your song be? My song would be <laughs> this fantastic show theme song. Because I saw yours. I mean, like, I know we're in your theme song. So yes. I wanted to come up with a theme song. Um, it's called Golden Girls. I don't know if you've ever seen it, but it's from the The 80s. show. Yes. Oh, my God. My grandma loved uh, the Golden Girls. Of course she did. Yeah. Watched it on her tiny little TV in the kitchen <laughs> all the dang time. Thank you best. for being a friend. So Travel good. Travel down the road and back again. Yeah. Woo! The song is so good. So it's good. It's so beautifully 80s and 90s. It's just great. So that's, I would love that you song. You can't tell. Kate loves the classics. <laughs> she loves to keep it classy. Um, How about you? Um, my song, it was just the first song that popped into my head, but it's that iCarly theme yes, song. Yes, like, iCarly. <clears throat> what is it? It's like, leave it all to me. That song. <laughs> yes. It's so cute. I love it. And I da, think da, it's. Da. Oh. Right. Da, da. I don't know the words. I know. I'm you gonna... see. Somehow the world will change yeah. for me and be so, <laughs> so wonderful. <laughs> Dang, you know it's a oh special podcast gosh. when you get a singing on it. Mm. Man, that's so good. Yeah. I, Carly, very positive, uplifting. Leave it all to me. I uh, got it. <laughs> Miranda Cosgrove, where are you? Oh, I don't know. What happened to her? I don't know. Yeah, she dropped off the planet. Anyway. anyway. Well, Kate, thank you so much. Like, this was so much fun. I this think, was fun. I think so many good things were said, and 
I'm going to try to get all this in our show notes. So ladies, you can look up whatever you need to. I'm going to connect Kate so you You guys can can follow her and be her friend and watch her get married. It's going to be amazing. You're going to have to wait a year, but so so do we. So let's be patient together. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you, Maya. I love you. I hope you guys loved the episode today. I know I did. Kate is one of my closest friends and it is just so fitting that her episode is coming out this week because she is getting married at the end of the week. The long way is over guys and I am so happy for her. So if you want to find her on Instagram and congratulate her, everything is linked on the show notes. So head over to myckennedy.com and check it out. Thanks for listening guys. Talk soon.